Coming live from Denver, Colorado, USA is our guest this morning. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Hamilton Baldock, founder of Content Machine, a content marketplace. Welcome to the show, Hamilton. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for taking out time for this show, Hamilton. So straightway, we'll be talking about, you know, how to craft a winning content strategy in 2023. There is a lot of change happening on that scene. But first to understand from you, you are the founder of Content Machine. What exactly it is all about? Absolutely. So Content Machine is a curated marketplace uh, where we match vetted top content talent uh, with brands and startups who are looking for support across content strategy, social media, influencer marketing, writing, and design. Uh, we, we have vetted all of our talent. Um, all of them have years of experience, amazing portfolios, and we really only take the best of the best, and we look to match them with clients who are looking to step up their content, either in, in a lot of cases, begin their content. So yes, this is a really relevant topic as we're just like on the right, right at the end of 2022 and ready to get ready for 2023. So I'm, I'm excited to be here uh, and, and just chat about some content strategies that are going to be um, really, really important uh, for 2023. Right, right. Now, talking of a marketplace, Hamilton, uh, companies, they do have their in-house talent. Why would they come to a marketplace and look for talent that they need? Why is it so? Is it that they don't have the right talent or is it that content is a difficult thing and not everybody can understand it the way it is needed to achieve the required traction in the uh, in content marketing or content designs. Yeah, so there's there's three really um, very top of mind uh, things that like from my from my conversations and to kind of take a step back before I launched this business, I had a sanity check moment where I talked to both freelance talent and I talked to the to the potential customers. And I wanted to understand their pain points. I personally experienced some of those pain points as a consultant, uh, working with brands that didn't have resources or, uh, or, or people to create those resources. So there's three main points here uh, that, you, that you see often. There is the, the lack of a team through like a, uh, a belief that content isn't as critical they're going to grow from, you know, uh, they're going to grow from having, you know, paid media programs. They're going to grow from, you know, from PR, but they don't have a consistent strategy. And that is, that's, that's typically the one that you see the most. So there's no strategy there. So that means that they just don't even have the team, right? So there's just no team there. The other one that we, that we, that we support, quite regularly is the is the content specialist who's really more of a content generalist 
and they're really strong in maybe social media. They're maybe a really great strategist or they're a good, a good designer. So they, they're, they're checking one of those boxes pretty well and everything else they do kind of okay, right? So in those cases, it's very, we, we slot in on the things where they may be the weakest and, and we can bring them fractional resources because the, within their budget, they don't have the budget for that headcount for a content strategist, a social media person, a writer, and a designer. They have that budget for one, two, maybe three people. So there's so there's gaps. And what you know what ends up happening with those gaps, and this is something, you know, I think we see this in, in, in other in other industries as well, is you're you're going to do what you know best well. And you're going to do what you think is the minimum required in those other areas. So you're a bit lopsided in, in, uh, in, in how you're, how you have assets available to you. And then you're just kind of doing one or two things. So the cohesion is kind of there, but the output just isn't there. So we, we see that, we see that often. What we're now seeing in this current economic climate is these teams are going away and the budget is, is there, but they, they're using it on fractional talent. They're using it on trying to find lower cost uh, solutions. And that's, that is, that is a, that is a potential big miss for some of these folks because they're saying like, well, maybe we can get by with limited assets you know, we're going to figure out a way to grow that is super cost effective. It, and what they're ended up finding is that like, it's not, it's not really that because like, they're, they're just going to be like deficient in content for organic marketing, or they're saying, we're going to, we're going to do everything to grow organically. And they don't have the, the, the pieces needed for, for, for paid or partnership marketing. So that's where, that's where we come in to, to, to fill either gaps or to help them stand up a fractional team. Right, right. First, have water because last time I asked the question, and uh, Hamilton, you were about to take that sip of water, and you then came into. So take your time. You can have water. I can understand how important it is, and then I'll yeah, ask the next question. Should. No problem at all. Take it. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm good now. I'm good. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Fine. Fired up. Yeah. Okay. 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 So in terms of uh, content and strategy, you, you during COVID, when you were taking roles as fractional CMO and head of marketing for numerous companies, uh, Hamilton, that is the time you found that most companies struggle with content planning and production. Why is it that these companies and brands who have so much of, you know, wherewithal and so much of, you know, manpower strength, still struggle with content planning and production because uh, a lot of that content is is what makes the company you know come in front of their stakeholders that's the way they communicate to their stakeholders or to the outside world to their clients potential clients to everybody why is it that they miss out on this part of it and when you could find that gap then you started content machine after that and second question is now 
that now they have the budget. So they have that realization. But is it, is it like they are looking at deals for sort of a thing where they can get the best of talent at the cheapest of price? Is it the right way to look at content again in this changed atmosphere when we are just moving into 2023? So two, three questions at the same time, Hamilton, so that, you know, you can answer at your own pace. Okay. Uh, so this is... Uh... I, 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 I'm really, I'm really excited to, to dive in on this. And I think that the, the big thing here is whenever there's a trend, the trend is preceded by, uh, by, by a lull or, uh, or just a, 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 um, an ignorance or just a, or deprioritization content marketing is trendy right now. So, that, that that's that is that is just where that 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 word in that thought is because like you said like hey the budgets are now there for the longest time it was we're going to get by on a minimum here right we're going to invest budget elsewhere we don't see the value in it now we're getting to a place where the value is really clear and covid really shined that light right so for for me personally going into those roles I would go in and there was, and there was some assets are there potentially no assets. And you're, you're kind of dealing with a mixed bag really just where on where they prioritized their, their work. So you would find, you know, a ton of paid media ads because they believe that they're going to grow with paid media. You'd find a ton of organic content because the belief long time for a long time for them is we can create value through organic content and we had, and that is, and that is our focus internally. So, the thing for me when it, when each of those roles was to step back and say, okay, well, how do these dots connect? Right, you're, you're an e-commerce brand. You don't have, uh, you don't have so, you don't have organic social content. So you don't have a brand voice out there. But you have, you have hundreds of paid ads, and you have people to produce those. So you have been reliant on the paid media machine with Facebook or Google, you know, affiliate marketing, whatever channels you found, and you are very reliant on those. The challenge there with being reliant on a, on a, on a single set of channels or that small like handful of channels, however you want to phrase that, is you end up really kind of getting caught when there is a downturn. So Think about all of the things that happened with uh, with uh, Facebook and Apple with the iOS 14. That that caught so many brands and and really damaged their ability to market to scale their business because they were just reliant on one set of marketing. Their voice wasn't developed in other places. And again, like this isn't every brand, but there was just enough brands who who were who were focused on the old models and they weren't thinking about a cohesive strategy. So I go in and to me, when I was going into these consulting roles, it was how do, how do, how do I make the ad work well with the email work well with the organic post and, and have some kind of idea of like where these things are going. Now, if you don't have those resources, then we're just, we're just not doing those things. And my, my pushback was always, I'm going to give you 
all of all of me. I'm going to give you 100% of me. But if your assets aren't there, 100% of me is still only going to get you 50% of the way. So we can we can continue down that road without the without the critical pieces or the or the talent. But it's not going to it's not going to go as well as you'd like. And then what you're going to do is you're going to inevitably point the finger at the consultant or the agency or the head of marketing. But if you don't have the budget, you're not allowing for the resources. You're it's 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 compromised, right? And and the goal here is to have the resources and potentially the talent in-house or fractional so that you can have a cohesive strategy because that's, it's just, it's just, it's just a, it's a, it's a thing that's repeated over and over again. And you just see it. Like some companies are still going through it. They believe that paid is the way they'll spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a month on it. And the efficiency, like they, and they, they'll do it until the efficiency is no more. And their business kind of starts to, 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 to tail off, you know, and, and again, coming out of COVID, iOS 14 happening at the same time that happened to a lot of businesses. You know, I, I, I worked with a lot of great e-commerce businesses that are just, they're, they're, they're going through tough times. And in, in some cases it's just self-inflicted. Right. right. Um, no, I think there may be some other I, questions in there. No, no, no problem. Uh, 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 do you have anything to add to that? Uh, uh, Hamilton? You're speaking. Maybe I interrupted. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. That was, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So now as we move into 2023, how, what is the scene that you see now? Is it, uh, how is this whole situation in terms of content, content creation, content strategy and content marketing? Where do companies stand as of today with so much of things happening on the social media front? A lot of companies uh, are facing their own challenges as to where they stand actually. Uh, even in terms of podcasts, you see YouTube is getting into podcasts, Spotify is getting into video podcasts, and it's opened its door for all creators. So where do you see a content game at the moment? And how should companies uh, position themselves to be on their best foot entering into 2023 so it, it it starts with the strategy so you want to position yourself uh as a as a leader uh an extreme value add uh a um you know a thoughtful uh a, a thoughtful friend however however you may decide to position yourself like you need to figure out what that position is for your brand and you're seeing more people invest in in figuring that out now the investments they're making, um, you know, with the economic downturn, you're 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 finding you're finding a few things changing, right? So you you have your internal team, and I, and, I, and you're seeing more of that strategy mindset, uh, like that exists at the leadership of this, right? So like they're like I think that we've we've gotten a bit smarter about bringing in somebody who can build a plan, and then the execution comes down to, hey, do I have the resources in house? Um, or do I need to bring them uh, from, you know, from, from outside and bring them in fractionally? So, so with that, the, the challenge is, who are you bringing in? Right? So, yes, there's all these platforms that you can, you can access, but 
you know, you need to figure out who's going to, who's going to actually execute on those things. And that's where, you know, this is kind of a question going back to, to before, like where, where are people finding talent? You know, there are platforms like, like Upwork that are, that are, that, that can like really provide great results. I use Upwork for, for, for certain projects, but the, the challenge is, uh, is, is whether or not you have the understanding of who you need and, and what you're willing to pay. I think that Upwork has also kind of tainted a bit of, uh, of the expectation of, of budgeting. So where, where right now where people I think are potentially having issues is you, you're assuming a budget off of talent that you may have gotten at Upwork at a certain price, but everything's getting more expensive for everybody. So those prices are jumping up. So you can find yourself trying to potentially, you know, be a little bit too efficient in that space. So when you think about like, like a winning strategy and how you build that out, right. It's, do you have the right plan that matches a budget that you've been able to either justify or understand what you have? The great thing with all these platforms opening up is you can go ahead and create content that you can repurpose and you can turn into different things. But start, but start simply with saying, what do I need to accomplish? Like, what are my, what are the business goals and how can content help drive that from being like the voice of the brand, the, the feel, and then, and then where, where should that go? Like, where are your audiences? And, and tap into that and figure out ways to create highly engaging content. Like, like this right here is, you know, is, is highly engaging. Like we're, there's two people having a conversation and we're, and we're just, we're creating something that can be, that could be, that can be used in many different ways, right? Like each, each of these questions can, can lead into a, a fantastic piece of content. That's, you know, that's something we're, that's something we're seeing. It's, you know, it's, it's well known. But you have to you have to you have to roadmap out what you want, what you're going to do, and you have to be really clear and intentional with it. And when you're creating these pieces, you, you it has to it has to tie back to to something. So that's where you need to be efficient when you think about your budget, how you're going to go about using that. But yes, tap into all of the resources that are out there. You know, TikTok is is great for for discovery. Use that for discovery. YouTube Shorts is is making that same push you know, Facebook and Instagram are slowly coming around to that. But everybody, everybody's realizing that you create discoverability. So you're not just, you know, going into your social feed and just looking at the same, you know, like five or a hundred friends or how many other friends you have and just like the same things that they're doing. You want, you want more rich and engaging content. And, and you, and you have the opportunity to create that right now. Like that's like, that's like the, the, the great part about like this, like this day and age for, you know, in the U.S. for as long as it lasts, with the you know things going around about TikTok, um, but that, all the other platforms are following. That's that's the great thing is that they're they're all following. So discoverability is going to be there. So don't worry about like having to go and pay for a following to then go and market to a following. You know, just focus on great content. You know, test it out. You know, organically, and then figure out how you're going to turn that into potentially paid assets that, that, that convert for you like that. And that's, and that's the flip that we're really seeing too, is that there's these great platforms to test your organic content to then decide what actually has real interest. 
versus just assuming that you, when you're creating paid ads and like, I, and I, and I come from a, a long, you know, a long track record of, you know, of, of running paid media. It was always like, we think this will work. Yeah. You, you, you could, you could be right. Right. You're going to be right. Typically, you know, 10 to 25% of the time. That's not bad. But if you, if you know that there's like some deeper engagement and you're, and you're, you're kind of seeing that even creep into like paid advertising with like UGC style content, like there's, there's that, there's that want for that, like more organic feel. So test it out on organic to see if that feels there and then bring it over. Right. There's, you know, there's, there's many, there's many of things that you can do at a lower cost, which is exciting because, you know, three years past you ha- it's, it's all about the strategy you can create and whether or not you have enough budget to, uh, to create any level of scale or growth for the business. And, and we're, 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 we're in a really exciting period of time uh, because that isn't the only, the only way to grow your business. Right, Hamilton. Now let's look at from two points of view. One is an established brand and one is a startup who has uh, dealt with content strategy, content creation in a bit more ad hoc manner. So moving into 2023, how can brands improve their content? Because as you said, they have already been struggling with content planning and production. So one is how do they uh, strengthen that part so that you know their real messaging and communication is very clear cut for their audience. Second is about the startups who have dealt either in an ad hoc manner or, and this goes for even the bigger players, is that taking help of artificial intelligence copywriting tools. That you can hire just even an intern. The intern can churn out all your you know, uh, content creation for all your social uh, platforms, social media platforms. And a senior can look t- have a look at terms of uh, authenticity or in terms of accuracy. You just do a bit of editing and then it can go. And the, on the other side, you see some people are paying as much as $3,000 to even just write LinkedIn posts for them. So on one side you see, and that's the real creators. So on one other side, there are interns, they pay companies are taking content creation or their content strategy that they can do with this artificial intelligence tools and create copywriting. Amidst all these things, amidst all these things, your marketplace is also there where you got real content from real creators and top talent. How do you see uh, this whole gamut of things uh, moving forward in 2023, where companies are already very, uh, very constrained or, you know, look at uh, the budget, not wanting to spend too much of money. So how does one, uh, what would you advise companies in terms of improving their content and also in terms of getting started with their content strategy? Again, several things at the same time, Mm -hmm. but so that, you know, even if some things overlap, uh, I just wanted to put things in uh, uh, in your in your quote so that you can deal with them the way you want to absolutely absolutely so let's start with, let's start with the startups uh it, it's a very it's a very clear direction in my mind um and, it, and it's what i'm doing we're having this conversation here it's about creating evangelism for your brand as a as an entrepreneur 
So whether it's you or it's somebody on your team, an uh, evangelist is going to be really important. Uh, you you want to you want to lean into uh, into evangelism and in content creation uh, off of creating uh, high quality content. You know, podcast is is a perfect example of that, right? This is high quality content. You can repurpose this. You can take the conversation points here, like you said, with AI. You can turn those into blog posts. You can take the 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 video and audio, and you can cut those up into uh, into sound bites. Uh, you can then you know run those on on TikTok as uh, as videos where you're responding to the comments on what you said. There's there's a million ways to repurpose the content, but what I would start with in that content strategy is how can I use the people I have here to create high value content because people want to hear from the founder, you know, that, and that spans all different types of businesses. It's not just a, a, a B2B SaaS business. It's not just a, uh, you know, B2C, uh, you know, e-commerce business, right? There's, there's many businesses where the evangelism of the founder and understanding the founder's story is really, really helpful. And that is, you know, when you think about it from like a budget perspective, it's time. It's time and there are some resources, right? But you can also, there's also tools like we talked, like you mentioned, that you can use to supplement maybe that, uh, that higher price higher. Um, I will say, uh, you know, the, the, the intern to kind of input the thing and, and see if it, what comes out, you know, I, I think you want to, you do want to spend like a little bit more to make sure that the person who's at the controls has at least the experience or, or understanding of direction. And yeah, you can find that in interns in some cases, you know, I've you know, had fantastic interns throughout my career in, in different, in different roles, but you want to make sure that that person is driven at the very least and maybe driven plus some experience, at least at, at like a strategic level. So they could say like, okay, I may not have all the budget to run paid media ads, but I know it needs to get done. I can, I can think about planning this out in a, in a month to month quarter by quarter uh, way at a high level so that what we're doing on that day to day, week to week, it, it ladders back up to, to our goals. So that's, that's the startup approach. Now I will say the evangelism can really kind of cut through really most companies, right? There is evangelism, whether it be the founder or it be somebody who has a deep understanding of the product, has an ability to be engaging. That can be somebody that you can build some content off of. Now, if you have more budget, even in a budget, even even though your budget constrained versus where you may have been two or three years ago, you wanna you you wanna start finding ways to uh, to create. A, a plethora of content. When you think about what you're doing uh, organically on social media, uh, you know, organically with your, with, uh, with blogs, uh, what you're doing with your email marketing, you know, your paid media, you can, you can create, you can use a ton of the content that you're creating uh, with creators, like, again, like this podcast here. Um, and that helps ease the burden of what you need to do in other ways, right? So it's about figuring out ways to get a collection of assets. Like one of the big things, and like I was going through this conversation uh, with 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 uh, with some other uh, with some other folks, and we were just talking about like the 
the need to have in like an arsenal of content because you, you're going to fit your, your, some things are going to work and some things aren't, you know, as I mentioned before, 10 to 25% of the assets you create are going to drive a majority of your value. So you can't go in thinking you're going to, you, you're going to go in and produce the silver bullet with, with like, with, with each piece of content. That's just not the way it's going to be. Some of the things are going to work really, really well. And some of the things aren't, you know, for example, like, you know, we're, we're talking about like how we're going to, you know, potentially like, you know, repurpose some of the content, like market each other here, you know, and, uh, and help in like, you know, help each other grow from this conversation. Some of those pieces that, that, I, that, 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 that I'll produce that, that maybe you'll produce some of them will have more traction than others, just the way it is. But if you, if you go into it with a small pool of, of, of assets, you know, your, your, uh, your success and, you know, back to the conversation I said about like, if you, if I don't have the, the, the assets, I can give you a hundred percent great effort, but it's only going to get us 50% of the way. So that's where I think you're being really smart about the content you create and understanding that you can go deeper and you can, you can remix and repackage. That's going to be, that's going to be a really big windfall. And, uh, and I think that like there, that we're, we're coming to this point where like content is so trendy that people are going to see this and they're going to start to do it. So we'll see it more. And then the question becomes, who's going to stand out from that? Because people are, people are going to give, you know, uh, potentially their best efforts, potentially not their best efforts, um, thinking like, oh, I just did the thing and that should work, you know, and that's, you know, been true in, in marketing for, for years and years. Right. Right, Hamilton. Now, in terms of podcasts, uh, how would you or what would you advise these firms, bigger ones and smaller ones, even startups, to look at podcasts as part of their content strategy? How should they look at it? it like anything else, and like this is something that I haven't I haven't mentioned. I'm also very big on testing, like anything and everything. So long as it is not entirely off brand from who you are or who your or what your business is, everything should be tested, and you sh- and you should go uh, as deep into them uh, as you possibly can, uh, or at least as deep to know whether or not it's going to work for you. Uh, podcast, yeah. in my opinion, like y- your audience is out there. Your audience is out there on some on somebody's podcast, and you're going to have an opportunity to connect with that audience through doing the podcast, but you're also going to have an opportunity to create that additional value off of the podcast that helps both the podcast grow and helps like your business grow. And in that, in that, and that's, and that's the thing is like, understand that like you, like there's like a primary value of being on the show for, for, uh, for both parties. And the, that primary value, you know, being smart about like think about like getting in front of your right audience because your audience is out there on some podcast and you don't necessarily want to just be like a, a paid like you know ad read like i know i know, you know brands spend tons and tons of dollars on that and i i understand the value there but be on the show like put your face out there like you know have that like display that conviction for your product because i you know i i i buy I buy products from ads I see on social media where, where I, where I believe in like the message, right? Like I, there's like so many products where I'm like, well, I didn't really 
like need that, but like I got sold that because I, uh, I saw something very engaging and, and typically it's, you know, it's your story and what better platform to tell a story than a podcast. So that, that, that makes sense for companies of all sizes. You know, you just, you just need to figure out how to make it work and not just go with a generic, like half-hearted approach. You have, you have to go, you have to go and, and put some, some real energy into thinking about being, being intentional with where you are and, uh, and, and how you're portraying yourself and your brand. Right, right. Now, Hamilton, one question I wanted to understand uh, from the point of view of this for content strategy is that amidst all these, you know, copywriting tools, artificial, now there's so much of talk about chat, GPT, and then already there are so many tools existing, hundreds of them. And many are good, many are But is it how should companies or startups approach using these tools and also looking at real content from real creators? How would they know when they would know that this is where the use of artificial intelligence copywriting tool is over? And that is where we need to go to a place like content machine to find the real talent to actually write good content, real content for me. Because Google has already said that they would not promote AI created content as soon as they, uh, they can do that. And they have the right tools to do those. So in that backdrop, how should companies plan their strategy? How should they start? They use these uh, free tools or paid tools uh, for their content creation. And amidst all these things, where do the creators stand, the real content creators, where they can, where they should be used, they can be used, where would a company like yours come into play? Yeah, so I think you should test everything. You, you, should, you should test the AI tools. See, see what's going to give you what you need. My sense is with the AI tools, and you know, I've I've played around with them. Uh, is uh, it gets you a certain percentage of the way there. Now, like, can you massage the language uh, to get it the rest of the way and make sure that like it it fits where you're trying to go, and it really really nails like who you are? Because you need to be careful about what you're putting out there, even if it's like from like a human, right? Like, you can't you can't put things out there that you you aren't. Uh, you aren't really looking into that you aren't really dissecting because that's your brand, right? And you, and you know, and if that message is not strong and that's a, and that's somebody's first touch point or they're returning after maybe not a great touch point before you, you're the, the gone for good is like that, that, uh, that chance that, that, that risk is there. Right. So what we want, what you want to do is you want to test those tools and figure out like where they work for you. Maybe they work for you on a certain kind of content. And you know that you can turn to that for those like three to four pieces you need a month. That's great. That makes that, you know, that's take advantage of that. Uh, but when you, when you're looking for things where like you need to have uh, more of that interview style, where you need to have more of that deep research point of view, uh, you know, voice, you're gonna you're you're gonna more often need need the person, right? So I don't think that the person is going away. I just think that when you think about like those like very simple pieces, 
it just it just might not make sense because you know if you if it's if it's something that is going to be short uh sweet to the point for like like you know for 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 some for some small value like i i think that that's where you know the these ai tools make sense and over time maybe they're going to make sense for something like you know more long form but long form comes with you know a variety of uh techniques and in needed inputs that you're not going to get from there at, at this point right like who knows what's going to happen you know two years from now but at, at this point i would say just test like you should like like not testing i think is is an absolute miss for anyone uh if you haven't if you haven't tested any of these ai tools like you've you uh you potentially are missing the boat and uh, and what you're doing again is you may be creating an inefficiency in your budget during these budget constraint times so very at the very least test some of the free tools see what you can get there but be mindful of what of what that of what that of of what you've created and whether or not it really fits you and if it doesn't go go find that that right creator for you right and and where uh, do uh, human content creators figure themselves out where they are amidst all these things uh, should they look themselves as having a bright future that's a lot of uh people on your platform who come to you uh for you know top top class talent to cater to top class companies and their needs how should they look themselves moving into 2023 amidst all this artificial intelligence tools well right now we're in a a bit of a of, of a frenzy uh with just like the the pr push of everything so i i wouldn't i wouldn't uh i wouldn't make any drastic changes yet just give it, give it a second. See where this is. Understand where you are, right? Like if you're somebody coming in and doing very, uh, I would say like very like low lift uh, or very simple tasks as like your, as your writing background or your design background, it, you, you're going to need to level up. You're going to need to level up and figure out uh, how you can create something unique. There, there, the opportunities will exist. Like we're, you're not going to be, you're not going to be fully replaced. Like I, I'll go, I'll, I'll go on record saying like, I don't think it, that these writers are going to be fully replaced. Y- you have to figure out your angle. Uh, and you know, that's, it's something we, we, we talk about, we talk about with, uh, with, uh, with our talent, you know, we're, uh, this is a, this is a period of time where like the, with the economic downturn and these tools, like it can be really scary, but you know, take a breath, take us like, take that second to think, and figure out where your strengths are. And if your strengths are where the AI tools are, then take the time to build yourself up in other ways. And if you do that, you'll be fine. It's, it's, it's not going to be the, the destroyer of industry. I, I, just, I just don't see it. You know, I, it's just it's the right now, like, it, yes, there is simplicity. We think that those tools can do it. But there's, you know, there's always there's always what was old will become new again. Right. So like that inevitably will happen. Right. It'll be like, well, like I really wanted to work with somebody who really got me, who really understood my brand and had an angle, you know, these tools, like they give you the information, but they don't really have that angle or that voice that I want. And, and, and I, and I, you, and you'll, you'll find that period of time that'll happen. You know, that, that could happen, you know, two years from now, five years from now, who knows when, but like that'll happen. So that'll be nice to see that that resurgence, but you're just going to need to figure out how to reposition yourself, and and you know, and, and 
think about for all the media buyers who, you know, were using all these like really sophisticated ways to buy Facebook ads. You know, I was, I was one of them. Then Facebook basically said, you know, all the targeting is going away and you're going to, we're going to do the targeting for you. The media buyers need to figure out their next angle. And I, you know, as, you know, as proof of that, like I knew that content was important. So that was my angle. And, and here I am, you know, uh, and, and I'm, and I'm not alone. There's many media buyers who've, who've understood where they needed to go and they've moved. Um, so you have to, you have to adapt just in life. I mean, you know, not, not just, not just in content. Right. Right. You've got to adapt to whatever changes that are taking place. How do brands and companies and startups, they connect with you to know more about you from know more about your products and also for creators to get onto your platform. Yeah, the best way is LinkedIn. Just you know, uh, find 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 me on LinkedIn. Uh, also, my email uh, Hamilton at contentmachine.biz. Uh, that's a great way to connect with me. Uh, you know, the the website we also have that contact form. But LinkedIn is great. Uh, I I really love that personal connection with folks, and you know that's where we get a lot of our our business. You know, I've I've been fortunate enough to be connected to a bunch of folks over over my career. And we get a lot of our business through word of mouth. Uh, we get a lot of our business through, you know, people I've met in conversations I've had. So, you know, I would love to kind of hear, you know, your, your unique challenges, you know, your, your feedback uh, and, and, you know, and be supportive. You know, this is a, you know, a really interesting time in, you know, in, in, in the content space and just really just overall. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to have conversations with um, whoever, whoever, whoever comes in and, you know, just, uh, you know, adds me as a, adds me as a connect. I'll, I'll, I'll add you back and, let, and let's chat. Right. Right. My last question to you, Hamilton is earlier on, they should say medium is the message. And then they said, content is the king. As we move forward amidst all these social media changes and amidst all this AI tools coming up, where do you figure out exactly? Do you still believe content is the king? Or what exactly is content today moving forward into 2023? That's my last question. Content is the king because we have seen the restriction on the other tools that were the, the dominant piece. Uh, once, uh, once restrictions are lifted for people to do super sophisticated, very close targeting, then I think we can talk about content taking a backseat. The AI tools that we're talking about, they're trying to generate content, which just tells you like, that's even more of the king. Cause people are like, well, people really need this. How can I automate this and have them buy a subscription and spend, you know, uh, and spend X amount of dollars a month to get content. So it's, it's the king uh, until it's not, but I think it's going to be quite a while uh, before we see that. Um, and yeah, I think the thing that could displace it could be uh, a, a bit of like a what's, uh, what's old is new again uh, with, uh, with actual audience data uh, and uh, in targeting uh, in the way that we had, you know, some years past. Uh, but I, I don't foresee that because privacy uh, – Privacy is, you know, important to folks. So I think that that's gonna that's gonna be a blocker there for at least for a while before before somebody can find a, a way around that. Right, 
Right. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much, Hamilton, for joining on this show. All right. Thank you so much. It was great. Take care. 